Hello, hello. Welcome back to the podcast. I am, well, I'm so glad you're here. First of all, you know that. But I am so excited for today's episode. This is something that I've been wanting to record on for a while and just, I don't know, I just felt like I haven't had the right thoughts or headspace for it yet. But back in, if you've been around since I guess May, back in May, I went on a girl's trip with some friends and I shared the experience while I was on it. And I had so many people reach out and say, you know, how do you find good community? How do you find like-minded friends? And it, I saw such a deep longing from the women in my community for friendship and for community And it just made my heart ache so much because I, I get it. I was there for such a long time. The community I have now is a very new thing. And for the majority of my teen and adult life, I did not have friends. I did not have community. And it was something that I struggled so deeply with. And it was such a, a, hurt in my heart. And so when I got this massive response from all these women of just like, how do you create something like this? Like, please, I need friends. I need community. I feel so lonely. I just, I knew I needed to record an episode on this topic, even if this doesn't maybe give you the right tips to help you find that community. Hopefully this episode just makes you feel less alone to know that this seems to be something that more women struggle with than not. I don't think I've ever had such a massive response to a story or to a post than I did about this, just hearing women say, how do I find this? So if this is something that you are struggling with right now, first and foremost, please understand that you are not even slightly alone. Like this is a feeling that women, I think, collectively share. And besides that making you feel less alone, I hope that also makes you feel more comfortable to go out and make some friends, talk to a stranger, talk to a girl, because if everyone is struggling with this, if everyone is hurting like this, I think we all are just wanting a friend to come up and approach us and So I think it's less scary than you think. But anyways, I wanted to record this episode to talk about how I made that shift in my life to going from a place where I felt like I had no one, felt like I had no community, to a place of now having this really, really beautiful, amazing community. And I want to... I want to preface this by saying I'm not going to tell you that I, because I mean, my Instagram account is is fairly new. I'm not going to tell you like, oh, I grew this massive Instagram following and now I got all these friends because that's not how it happened. I, my community that I have now formed actually before Cycle with Kyla even existed. And so it's not like I grew it because of my social media. So the things that I'm going to tell you are realistic 
ways that you can find friends. I, I don't know how to say that better. I feel like I'm going to stumble upon my words a lot during this episode because this is just feels like a hard topic to talk about. But I hope through my stumbling of words and things that you find this episode helpful today and hopefully it helps you to transform where you are right now with your friendships and and find that community that is out there waiting for you. Welcome to the Intentional Health Podcast, a space for women to be empowered with the real no BS truth about their health. But to be honest, this podcast goes far beyond physical health. Join me each week as I share stories, science, and thoughts with you on everything surrounding womanhood. You can pretend we're just two girlfriends chatting over some homemade mocktails or a warm glass of raw milk because that's how I want these conversations to feel. I'm not about formalities. I share the details no one wants to say out loud and answer the questions we've all secretly been asking. So welcome, friend. I'm so glad that you're here. So I want to start this by giving you a backstory. It's giving you an idea of kind of what things looked like before I was where I am today. So I was someone who in high school, I always had a good friend, but I never had like long lasting friendships. I'm not that person that's had friends since elementary school or even middle school. I don't even talk to anyone I went to high school with anymore. Like I've never had a friendship that lasted a long time. And so, you know, every year of high school, like I would have my, I would have a group and then some, at some point it would just kind of like disappear. And then I would find another group for a while and it would disappear. And so I never really had a consistency of community or friendships around me that I felt like I could rely on. And that made me really lonely. You know, when you're constantly having to make new friends and, you know, you're making friends with people that don't really know you. And to continue having to do that over and over, it's it's not fun and it's I mean, it can be fun, but it's, you know, it, you want those people that, that know you on a deeper level. You want that community that's got your, had your back for a while. And I, it's something I didn't have. And I, then when I went to college, I was 16 years old when I started college and I was surrounded by people older than me and I was a very sheltered child. And so it was very hard for me to make friends in college. I don't think, I'm trying to think if I even made a single friend in college. I I went, I think in my junior year of college, I went fully like remote. Like I was taking all my classes online. So I definitely didn't really give myself that much opportunity to make friends. But also I was just, I didn't, I felt so uncomfortable and nervous being around people my age. I just didn't know how I felt like I didn't know how to interact with people. Like I did not know how to make friends. I was very socially awkward. It just was, I would feel so uncomfortable in any social situation. And so because of that, I didn't really have many friends. I did have a boyfriend throughout college and he had a very tight knit group of friends. Like they had been friends for, I don't know, 10 years. It felt like like they did everything together and they, you know, they had their group chat and they were always hanging out and doing things. And 
I remember I would feel so jealous of it because I was like, how do, like, how do you have something like this? But also I would feel so embarrassed when it was like on the weekends, he would go do things with the boys, like the same group of boys every weekend. And I would go hang out with my parents because I didn't have anyone else to hang out with. And I would feel not only embarrassed, but also, you know, guilty because I just wanted to hang out with him all the time because I didn't have anyone else to hang out with. And it was a huge struggle for myself and for him because it's hard when your partner doesn't have other friends. And it, I, rem- I can tell you so many vivid memories I have of just crying for hours to him about the fact that I didn't have friends and I don't know how to make friends. And and I I hope this is not coming across as like me throwing myself a pity party. I just want to give you backstory because I feel like a lot of women can relate to this. And I know when I was struggling with this, I genuinely felt like I was crazy. I thought I was the only girl woman that struggled with this and I felt so isolated and I couldn't understand what was wrong with me, that no one wanted to be, quote unquote, no one wanted to be my friend. And all the other girls on Instagram had these amazing friend groups and and everyone had a best friend and I didn't have a best friend. And so I would just cry so much because I felt so insecure and, and so frustrated with this. And so then I graduated college and I um, actually had one really, really amazing friend Um, When I graduated college, I became really um, close with my boyfriend at the time, his sister, and she was like one of the closest and best friends I ever had at that time. Um, But, you know, I'm out of college for a while, and then that relationship came to an end. And so at this point, I genuinely had no friends. And I was at this point where I was like, I need some deeper friendships in my life. But the problem was, and this is what I'll talk about a lot today, is me feeling like I didn't have any friends and quote unquote, no one liked me and no one thought I was interesting and blah, blah, blah. I was perpetuating that in my life because since I believed those things, I was so unconfident when it came to any social situation. Like I would feel so uncomfortable. I would be so awkward. And of course, no one's going to want to be friends with me when I'm like that. Like when I am not exhibiting any form of confidence, when I'm like basically giving off, like, why would you want to be friends with me anyways? Like I'm so uninteresting, whatever it is. And so I was really perpetuating that in my own life. But anyways, we'll get into that more in a little bit. So then I ended up getting into my relationship with Jesse. And of course, he had so many friends. And this was the point where I was like, okay, I need to get over myself. Like, I need to fix this shit now and change this thing that I have been negatively manifesting for such a long time. Like I need to get my my shit together and find some friends because I cannot for the rest of my life just be someone who feels lonely and isolated and all these things. Like I, I can't keep living that way. But the problem was I didn't even know where to find someone that I even wanted to be friends with. Like, I don't know if that 
seems mean, but most people that I would interact with, I was just like, I don't really, I feel like they don't get me. I feel like we don't have anything in common. Like I feel like I'll see so many women on the internet that have these best friends that they share the same values with and they like love the same things. And, and it's like a real good friendship. And I wanted that. Like I want, I didn't want to be friends with just anyone. Like I wanted a real community that I felt like I could relate to. And I felt like understood me and wanted to do the same things that I did and enjoyed the things that I enjoyed. And so I didn't want to just have any friend. Like I wanted those friends. And meeting Jesse was honestly one of the first of those experiences for me. When I met Jesse, I literally could not believe that there was someone else in the world that thought the same way that I did, that had the same values as me. I feel like this sounds so like ridiculous, but like Jesse is quite literally the male version of me. Like I remember meeting him and it just opened my eyes to like, oh my gosh, like someone gets me. I can relate to this person. Like I for once don't feel alone in the way that I think or whatever it is. Like I felt so understood. And that was one of the things that really opens my eyes. Like, oh my gosh, if there's this person out here, there's there's more of them. Like there's more people like this that I actually want to be around and uplift me in, I, I, I feel like this sounds so ridiculous, I, but I don't know any other way to say it. So anyways, our relationship had just started and I still didn't have a lot of friends, but I was, Jesse's a very, very confident person and that was rubbing off on me, which was really nice. And I was starting to feel a lot more confident about myself. And to backtrack a little bit, when when Jesse and I met, we were still, you know, just friends. Something that I really admired about him is he had done a lot of solo travel. He had solo traveled through Asia and had all these great experiences. And I had always wanted to do something like that. And he convinced me to book my first solo trip. And so I had booked, this was in like October of 2021. We like weren't even together, we were just friends. And he convinced me to book a solo trip to Costa Rica. And so October 2021, I like out of like spontaneously book a flight to Costa Rica for like six months ahead of that. So I had booked it for March of 2022. And I was going to, you know, spend six months like getting my business in the right place and like figuring things out so that I could go. And I only, I booked a one-way ticket. So I didn't even know like when I was going to come back. I didn't know what I was going to do. I didn't book any place to stay or anything like that yet. I just knew like, I'm going to solo travel to Costa Rica and I'm going to have a great solo experience. And I'm so excited about this. Anyway, so Costa Rica comes around and like, I quit my job. I like, I was like throwing myself full into this thing. And when I booked, after I booked, had booked like my flight and everything to Costa Rica, I found out that in the same town that I was going to be staying in, um, Paul Saladino was going to be hosting a like little conference retreat, whatever you want to call it. Um, And so I signed myself up for that because I was like, well, you know, these are (laughs) probably my people. 
And so I knew that I was going to go to Costa Rica and I knew I was going to go to this event for like four days. And that was kind of all I had planned, honestly, which this will show you the headspace that I was in at the time. My plan was that I was going to go to Costa Rica for a month and I was going to like isolate myself for a month and just like stay in my room and like go surfing by myself and like read some books. And I was going to have like a me month. Like I had no intention of making friends. I had no intention of like meeting other people because that was just like outside of my realm of like, like I don't do those things. I don't like, I'm a shy person. I don't make friends. I, that's what I believed of myself at the time. So anyways, I finally, March 1st, 2022 comes around and pack my bags and I fly to Costa Rica. And when I landed and I arrived at the place that I was staying, it was, so I was staying basically at like a surfer's hostel. So it was essentially, there were one, two, three, there were three private bedrooms and then there was one like group room where there were like six bunk beds so you could stay in a private room or you could stay in like the hot more like hostel type room and I had booked myself a private room there because people made you know I didn't want to stay in a room with a bunch of people it made me nervous so I booked the private room so I arrive at this place and I've been traveling the whole day it's like 5 30 6 p.m when I get there And all of the people that were staying there were sitting outside, like, you know, cooking their dinner, doing their things. And like, this is a super uncomfortable situation for me at the time because I was, again, very shy. I wasn't really good with social interactions. Like, I just felt, I felt very unconfident when it came to making friends. And so I show up there and... I, you know, introduce myself to everyone and everyone is so nice. Like they're all around my age and everyone's just super nice. And I go in and I, you know, unpack my stuff in my room and I come out and I had mentioned like to them, like, oh yeah, you know, I've been traveling all day. I'm so hungry. Like there's not a grocery store around here or whatever. Anyways, go in my room, unpack my stuff. And I came out and the girl that was staying there, she had like cooked me dinner. And it was the sweetest thing. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, this is, this is so nice. Thank you so much for cooking me dinner. And so I sit there at the table and everyone's hanging around and I end up spending the evening talking to these people. And that was my first moment of like, oh my gosh, making friends maybe isn't so scary. Like I, all these people were so nice and they were super interested in having a conversation with me and learning about me. And that made me feel a lot more comfortable immediately. And I was like by the minute feeling more and more confident having conversations with these people. And I was learning about them and they were learning about me. And it turned into this just super, super fun night. I think we I was up like almost till midnight just talking to these people and making friends. And it was... It was a really, really nice experience. And I think it helped that no one knew who I was because when you are in groups of people where people know you, you feel like you have to put on the identity that others expect of you. And so like back home in Tampa, I have always been this shy, awkward, unconfident 
girl. And so that's the identity people know me as. And so that's the identity that I assume around everyone. Like if that's what they think I am, that's what I'm going to act as. But now that I was in this place where no one knew anything about me, I could essentially create any identity that I wanted. And so if I wanted to be a confident, interesting, fun person, and I portrayed myself that way, these people would think I'm a fun, interesting, confident person. Like they, they don't know anything about me. And I think it was really helpful for me to put myself in this room of people where no one knew anything about me so that I could kind of break free from that identity that I had felt weighed down by for such a long time. And that honestly was a huge key and very transformative for me. I think if you are struggling to find community to change your self-identity, whatever it is, putting yourself in an entirely new environment can be such a game changer. It can be like this massive weight off your shoulders where you can just have the space to recreate yourself in a way. So anyways, that first night was amazing. And I remember going to bed that night, really having a, a very positive, optimistic idea of how the next few weeks would go. Cause I was like, wow, like these people could be my friends. And like, they had invited me to go surfing the next day with them. Like how cool, like maybe I'm actually going to make some friends here. Maybe I'm not going to spend the whole time alone by myself in my room. And so that's really how that started. I, you know, went surfing with my friends and we, and it, it really helped because I had gotten so lucky where the people staying, um, where I was happened to like have very similar, like nutrition, uh, values as me. And like, we shared a lot of the same values, which is really cool because it helps me make friends really easily. Um, so about a week into that, you know, I was having a really great time. Like I had felt the best I had ever felt in my life. Like I had these friends and we would go on these adventures together and it was so cool. And then after the first week was when the conference was going to start that, um, I had signed up for and I will, leave out the details of what happened two days before that conference because I'll tell that in another pod because that's a whole rabbit hole to go down but essentially like I ended up in the hospital two days before I had had a really bad accident and there was a whole that I'll tell that in another podcast episode but anyways I show up to this um conference and again I was very I was very nervous to show up because I had never done anything like this in my entire life like I was not someone who put myself out there. Like if I were to go to like an event or something, I would take someone with me that I knew so that I could just talk to that person the whole time and not actually have to meet people. And so showing up to this thing where like I was what, 21 years old. And so everyone there was older than me. I mean, like not a lot, but everyone was like probably in their late twenties, but like, it was just a very uncomfortable situation for me where all these people seemed really cool. And anyways, so I show up there and I had casts on both my arms and I went in with a really optimistic attitude because for the entire week leading up to it, I had been having really positive experiences with friends and I think that really helped. So I kind of went into the situation like, okay, like I can do this. I I feel, I feel confident. I feel ready. I'm going to I, I I spent a lot of time working on my mindset going into this of like, I can either go into this experience 
as my unconfident, uninteresting identity, or I can walk into this knowing my self-worth, knowing that I'm a super cool, interesting person, knowing that I have lots of cool stories to tell, knowing that I am a really fun person to be around. And if I can portray that attitude, I'm going to make some friends. And so as scary as it felt, I committed myself to showing up to this event with that identity. And I committed myself to putting myself out there and making friends. And there's two major mindset shifts that I'm going to talk about today that led to me finally having a community and friends. And this is the first one. For the longest time, I the reason that I did not have friends was because I was manifesting that in my life. I was completely perpetuating this idea of I'm not interesting, I'm unconfident, no one would even want to be friends with me, so why even try? So of course, in any social, social situation I was in, I gave off that vibe and realistically, who wants to be friends with that person? Like, if you... are giving off this idea that you're boring and uninteresting and unconfident and like why would someone want to be friends with you that's just the hard truth but the reality was that i am a really interesting person i'm a great friend like and so when i rooted my confidence in those things i started radiating. I started vibrating those things to the people around me. And I then attracted those kinds of friends. And I was also actively creating the kind of person, like I was, I was manifesting the person that I wanted to become. Like if I say I'm this adventurous, interesting, whatever person, but nothing that I'm doing in my life actually confirms those things, I'm probably not going to attract those kinds of friends. But I wanted to be the person that solo travels to Costa Rica and does these interesting things. And so I went and did that. And in doing that, I attracted the friends that would also go do something like that. I was putting myself in a situation to be around the kind of person that I wanted to be. So I don't know if that makes sense. But anyways, to go back to the story, I show up. I got casts on both arms. I was, I was ready. I was confident. I was excited. And, you know, I went to like the check-in line and there was a group of people standing there and I introduced myself and it was really helpful having two casts on my arms because that was like the perfect conversation starter. Like that was like an immediate, I feel like that helped me make friends so much because it was just like an easy way to like, what the heck happened to you? Oh, this crazy thing. And then cool conversation started. I can make a friend. So I made a handful of friends pretty quickly because we were all like standing and waiting around. And so I was talking to this group of people for a while and I'm the kind of person that I I had a big scarcity mindset when it came to friendships, obviously. So like when I would make a friend, I would like latch onto that friend and be like, oh, okay, now I have this one friend. This is probably the only friend that I'm going to make this entire time. And so I better stay around them so like I don't like lose this friend. But I I tried to release that. And after I made those friends, I was like, okay, let me not latch on to these three people. Like, let me now go to another group and make some more friends. And the event started where there was like, there's this icebreaker game where everyone had to find a random person. And I don't even know what it was, but I, um, made, I met this, um, this couple 
during that game. And that's who I had gotten matched with. And if you all know my wonderful friend, Cassie, she's crunchy Cass on Instagram. That was, it was her and her boyfriend that I had met at this, during this game. And I just want to give a quick shout out to Kip, which is Cassie's boyfriend, because there are certain, I'm like, literally, I'm getting emotional because he doesn't realize the impact that he had on me on that day. Because there are those people that you come across that just make you feel like the most special person in the entire world and make you feel like you're an interesting person. You know, there's just like, there's just that, those kind of people. And Kip was this person where I was, I was so like still, you know, I was nervous to, to make friends and he was like, okay, so the game was like, I think you had to like talk about yourself for a minute. And the other person had to talk about themselves for a minute. And then like you had to share with the group, like interesting things about that person. And so, you know, I, I was nervous and I like talked about myself for a minute and he talked about himself for a minute. And then he had to share with the group, like, oh, like tell us about Kyla. And he was like, Kyla is this, she's such a cool person. Like she came out here to Costa Rica by herself and she, she does all these great things. And like, this is what she does for, and like made me out to be this super cool, interesting person and was so excited to be my friend. And that's just, that's just the kind of person he is. But that was the biggest confidence boost I needed. Like that was it. After that point, I just felt like on top of the world. Like I could just make friends with anyone. Like these people thought I was interesting. Like this is so crazy. And this is the second point that I want to make is it's important to portray yourself as someone who is confident, it's important to portray yourself as the person that you actually want to be, to portray yourself as someone that people would actually want to be friends with. But if you are doing that into the wrong people, if you are doing that in the wrong circle, if you're trying to fit a circle inside of a square, it's never going to work. And this is the problem that I had for so many years. I was so upset that I could not make friends, that no one found me interesting, but I was not putting myself in front of the kind of people that would find me interesting, that would actually want to be friends with me. Like I was like the people that I was interacting with and trying to make friends with had nothing in common with me. Like, of course, they're not going to think that I'm an interesting person when they are the complete opposite of me. And so I spent so many years of my life trying to force friendships realistically with someone I wouldn't even want to be friends with. And then wondering why no one thought I was cool, why no one thought I was fun. But like, you know, it's just, it's looking back on it, it's just so crazy because then I put myself in this situation of this retreat where I selected a place where I knew that everyone would share the same values of me. And surprise, surprise, I made friends like that. I made friends effortlessly. People wanted to be my friend because these were the kinds of people I was meant to be surrounded by. And so it just goes to show, like, if you are trying to force friendships, if you are trying 
if, if no one wants to be your friend and you feel like such an uninteresting person, like no one gets you, maybe you're in the wrong group of people. Maybe you're trying in the wrong places and you just need to put yourself in an environment where people that you would actually want to be friends with would be. And so this retreat, these four days were absolutely life-changing for me. I spent four days surrounded by the most wonderful people. I spent four days making the deepest friendships and and relating to these people that understood me and and just having the most amazing experiences and conversations and all these things because I was in the right place. And when you're in the right place, friendships become effortless. Two of my best friends today are two girls that I met at that conference. My best, best friend, Nakia, and my best friend, Cassie. They are truly some of the most beautiful friendships I have ever had in my life. And they were two friendships that were formed genuinely so effortlessly at this retreat. Like I could cry to you when I like just thinking about the depth and the life giving force of these friendships to this day, every time I have an interaction or have some kind of experience with these women, like I am in awe that friendship and community like this can exist a a few months after the retreat, I so my friend Nakia, she lives in, out in Oregon. And a few months after the retreat, I went and flew up to Oregon to go visit her. And that week that I spent with her and with her family, with these people that were, they were like, they are my kind of people. That experience completely healed and mended every wound in my heart. Again, because it's just when you have spent a lifetime not having friends and feeling like a burden to the people around you, and then suddenly you are put in this place where you just have these life-giving relationships, you can't explain it. You, You just can't. And I remember I spent that week with her and her family, and it was just so nourishing and healing to my heart. And then we had our girls trip, which was back in May. And three of the four girls on that trip were girls that I had met in Costa Rica. And then of course my best friend, Isabella, who has just been such a gift to my soul. She, I, I will forever believe that she was a gift to the universe from me or for me. And yeah, that's, I mean, I guess that's my story. And Like, I'm not saying that you have to take a solo trip to Costa Rica to go find your, find your tribe and find your best friends. But even though I would recommend that to absolutely anyone, because that will forever be the most life-changing month, most pivotal experience of my entire life. Like there is not a week that goes by that I don't feel so grateful for my solo trip to Costa Rica. And was it realistic? Not at all. I literally quit my job. I, it cost me a lot of money. Like, let's be honest. It was not like, it was by no means really a smart decision, but like I was 21. Like 
I was young and I mean, I am still young and, and having fun. And it was worth every single penny times 10. It was worth every dollar that I did not make because I didn't have a job times 10. Like that was a life changing experience. And finding my community was also a life changing experience. And if 20 year old Kyla was able to see the friendships and the community that I have now, if 20-year-old Kyla that was sobbing on her couch because no one wanted to be her friend was able to see the abundance of goodness that is in her life now, like she would not ever believe it. And so this is to give you hope that those friends are out there, that community that you're craving, that you're manifesting is out there for you. I promise you that. And you're going to have to put a little work into finding them, but it is so worth it. And if I leave you with two pieces of advice, it is the two lessons of this episode. First of all, become the person that you want to be friends with. Become the person that you want to portray to other people. Like take on the identity of who you want other people to see you as. If you want someone to see you as a loving and kind person, or if you want someone to see you as an adventurous, whatever it is, do things in your life that confirm that you are that kind of person. Let your actions speak louder than you than your words. Don't just say you're this kind of person. Show you're this kind of person, and that will attract the friendships that you want to have. Be confident in the value that you bring to a friendship. Don't shy away and think, oh, they you know they wouldn't want to be friends with me because I promise you, you are going to manifest that negativity if you speak that to yourself. You are going to speak that scarcity and that lack into existence versus speaking abundance and goodness into existence. I promise you that. And then the other thing is stop trying to fit a square peg into a round hole. Make sure that the person, that the people that you are trying to force friendships with are people that you actually want to be friends with. If people aren't thinking that you're interesting, they're probably the wrong people. Find your group of people. Find the people to surround yourself with that share the same values as you find your tribe. I promise you it is out there and you're going to have to look for it and you're going to have to do a little extra effort and maybe you're going to have to get on a plane and fly to Costa Rica, (laughs) but I promise you it is out there. And I also just want to add for one more point because I don't want to make this sound like, oh, you know, I went to Costa Rica and that's the only way I made friends. And if I didn't go, I would still have no friends. Like, There are other, like I would, there are other ways that I have made friends and there are a million ways for you to make friends. I just wanted to tell that story to give you an idea of the mindset shift that has really helped me. But Jesse, I met because I slid into his DMs on Instagram as a friend and asked because he had done something really cool. And I asked if he wanted to do this like uh, endurance challenge with me. 
and we became friends. I met Isabella because we were both bridesmaids at a friend's wedding. And I thought that maybe we'd be really good friends. And so I, a few weeks after the wedding, like reached out and asked if she wanted to go grocery shopping together. The only reason I kept the friends that I made in Costa Rica was because I like stepped outside of my comfort zone and reached out to see if they wanted to maybe do something together. Like I put myself in uncomfortable places to make and maintain a lot of friendships. And that's what you have to do. You have to be comfortable with getting uncomfortable because I promise you, those people that you're reaching out to wish that they had the confidence to reach out to a friend. People want friends. Like no one's going to think you're weird for initiating a friendship or a hangout or whatever it is. Like people are going to be so grateful that you did that. And so be that person that initiates the friendships and the hangouts and whatever it is. Don't feel nervous if you met some girl at that, at that kickball league that you went to and you think maybe you guys could be really good friends, don't be afraid to ask her for coffee and have a little friend date. Like put yourself outside of your comfort zone and that's how you're going to cultivate long lasting deep friendships. You can't just wait for the friends to come to you. So I just wanted to add that point. But anyways, just know that you can do this and I am rooting for you. And I am sending so much love to your heart. I, I hope, I know that you are going to find this and that you are going to heal your heart. I just know it. So you can do this. And as a quick side note, I was totally not planning on talking about this or like this, this was not the purpose of the episode. Please don't think that this was the purpose of the episode because I wasn't going to talk about this at all. Um, but I am actually hosting a women's retreat in Costa Rica in March of 2024, which is about six months from now. And I am so excited about it. It's going to be four days of just life-giving goodness. It's going to be really rejuvenating. We're going to swim in the ocean and eat nourishing foods and go on waterfall hikes and have some lessons on women's health. And it's it's going to be amazing. We are staying at this beautiful villa on a hill in Costa Rica, right by the beach. We're staying in the exact same town that my life was absolutely changed in. And there's going to be 24 women there. But right now we actually only have 23 women signed up. So there is one more spot left. So if you would like to claim the last spot of the women's retreat, I would absolutely love to have you there. And if you want more details, you can shoot me an email. Don't DM me because I might not see it. You can shoot me an email at cyclewithkyla at gmail.com. And I would love to get that last spot filled by you. It is going to be the most amazing community-filled, just goodness-filled four days of your life. I can promise you that. So anyways, I hope this episode was helpful for you and brought you some hope and, and joy. And I really hope that you go out and find those friendships and those communities that are going to fill your heart. Please share this episode with any other women that you feel like need to hear this message today. 
And I would absolutely love if you would also leave a review of this podcast telling me what you love about it. And until next time, I hope you make this day and this week an amazing one. And I hope it is filled with all the love and growth and goodness and joy that you need. I'm rooting for you.